Hello and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer, not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. everybody and welcome to the April 6th edition of Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. We always start our show with a prayer and boy, sure we, we sure do need some down, don't we? Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, we trust in you. We see how incredibly um, uh, powerless we are in the midst of this virus. Um, pray that uh, we'll be able to continue to band together as a world and uh, and also just make sure that all of the time that we have together is well spent um, and and cherished and valued and uh, help us never to take life for granted again. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, everybody. Um, uh, I don't know about y'all, but uh, uh, I miss soccer <laughs> a lot. And, uh, and teaching from home is is a royal pain in the neck uh as the kids are learning and and the uh and uh also the teachers are learning too you know we thought this would be kind of like a, a vacation or something like this most of the teachers i talk to right now are working harder now having said that it looks like all the clubs you know are are, are really suffering right now when it comes to financially, because nobody, I guess, has paid their tuition, and they still have to make—they're making all—they make their living off of this. So, uh, they're—they are applying for loans now, and uh, uh, that the president uh, put through with the Congress, and um, and at least from what I understand, and I'm no expert on this, but if you pay your your coaching staff, then that loan will be forgiven as long as you go through the bank that um, you've been going through. So, so uh, there's really no need for clubs to, uh, to, to self-destruct, you know, but um, uh, there was an urgent appeal though, put out by LSA that we're going to go over right now. And uh, um, I'm going to let it speak for itself. It came out on Wednesday and um, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I don't mess it up by read by reading it to you most of you know this was sent out to the club directors okay anyhow on march 16th uh lsa suspended activities until april 13th okay um but since that time the governors made the stay-at-home order to the 30th and uh and and because of that uh lsa has therefore extended the suspension of lsa related activities through may 1st okay so um, and they're open. I'm going to read this word for word. We fully understand the health and financial impact COVID-19 has and will continue to have on our soccer families. We also understand that extending our state tournament schedule poses countless other issues. Yet our focus remains on trying to provide events that will help bring our soccer community back together and to give our youth players a rewarding tournament experience also. So, so uh, the extent of the suspension, um, it's a comprehensive ban on all activities. That's practices of any kind, scrimmages, friendlies, games, tournaments, personal instruction, okay, anything uh, that, that puts our young people at risk, um, really anybody at risk of getting infected, okay? Um, 
And this is at all levels of play, recreational, academy, and classic. The suspension includes travel to tournaments out of state. While another state might not pose a threat to our players and their family, we may pose a threat to others. So three words, stay at home. All right, so what's this going to mean to our to our state tournaments? And the uh, Louisiana Open Cup, it was originally scheduled for a couple of weeks from now. Uh, LSA is compelled to cancel it. Okay, uh, they, their logic there is that it is it is. Uh, uh, well, let me read it to you. It is unrealistic to expect these teams to return to the game after such a long hiatus and so late in the year. LSA is beginning to organize a recreational tournament in the fall, akin to the Coles and the Target Cups of previous years. All right, so that's good news. All right, the Bob Abbott Cup. Okay. Uh, the Bob in its original format is canceled. All right. U11 and U12 LCSL teams will be invited to a mini Bob run over two weekends. The first weekend will be uh, U11 and the second weekend will be uh, U12. We can only accommodate a limited numbers of teams given demands on our referee core. All U11 and U12 Louisiana Competitive Soccer League teams will be invited. The first eight teams in each age, gender to accept, will play and will be seated according to their league results. The goal is to field two 14 brackets in each age and gender. Teams play round-robin style on Saturday and Sunday morning, and the top team from each bracket will play in a final on the Sunday afternoon, and games will be two 25-minute halves, okay? The original scheduling date for the Bob was April 25th and 26th. Okay, and um, um, I don't see, yeah, you know, there's no date that the Bob Abbott Cup is is going is been officially rescheduled for here. Okay, the President's Cup that's for the um we used to call for Division Two. The President's Cup will run a preliminary weekend, but will go directly to a final on the second weekend. Okay. It was originally scheduled on May 9th and 10th and May 16th and 17th. Okay. Uh, the state cup uh, is scheduled to be run as originally planned, and that's May 23rd, the weekend of May 23rd, and then the weekend of May 30th. Okay. So the state tournament model was, is going to go like this. Okay. Now here are the dates. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, the model was designed to encourage as much participation in LSA tournaments as possible, given the time and resources available. The date and the tournament formats are obviously subject to change in this ever-changing pandemic environment, but we feel this model, this is a model that serves our membership to the best extent possible. So weekend number one is going to be the 23rd, May 23rd, and that should give teams enough time to, to, to get uh, in proper condition. The starting date should get, yeah. Um, U18 uh, will have a 14 bracket, semifinals on Saturday, finals on Sunday. The uh, U19 will have a five team bracket, four plays five in a play in game uh, by May 21st, and the semifinals on Saturday and the finals on Sunday. Okay. President's Cup, U13 to U17 preliminary round. Some brackets will play two games on Saturday and one on Sunday, and others will play one game on Saturday and two on Sunday. And then the Bob Abbott U11 Cup, um, 
um, eight boys teams and eight girls teams in a round robin Saturday, Sunday with final on Sunday. All right. Weekend number two is going to be May 30th, and the sites are yet to be determined for both of these weekends. Okay. But um, the U18 President's uh, Cup will have eight teams, two 14 brackets. There's no round robin as planned. Uh, quarterfinals are self scheduled by May 27th. The four winners go on to divisional semifinals on the Saturday and the finals on Sunday. In the President's Cup U13 to U17, um, um, the there will be their finals that weekend. Some brackets will play on Saturday and some on Sunday. The Bob Abbott U12 Cup, eight boys teams and eight girls teams in a round robin Saturday and Sunday. State Cup preliminaries are as planned. Some brackets will play two games on Saturday, one game on Sunday. And others will play one game on Saturday and two games on Sunday. Then weekend number three is going to be June 6th and 7th. So, um, site to be determined. U18 uh, girls, all, um, there, I guess there's three teams. All three games are going to be self-scheduled between May 20th and 30th. U19 girls has five teams, four plays five in a play-in game on May 20th to 27th. Semifinals are played on the uh, played uh, on and finals on Sunday. I guess played on Saturday. Uh, the state cup semifinals and finals are originally or as is originally scheduled. Okay. The rule changes. All right. To address this lengthy layoff, okay, and severe climate. Um, change too. Uh, most of our kids have been stuck inside for this whole month. Um, uh, here's a small sample of rules and procedures. All limited substitution rules are suspended. Roster freeze date for all tournaments will be the Monday prior to the tournament. Intra, that's I-N-T-R-A, club transfers in anticipation of state tournament tournaments are now unlimited. However, players can only be rostered on a single team during LSA state tournament. Interclub transfers are open, and the transfer deadline is waived. However, the transfer procedure must be as followed, okay, uh, with the forms that we have always used. Um, further, players can only transfer from a team that will not be participating in any state tournament. For instance, a player playing on a team with Club A that will be playing in a tournament may not transfer to a team in club B playing in any state tournament. Okay. And uh, I don't think the kids understand that, uh, especially in this new Orleans area where now we have so many clubs, so I can't keep up with them. All right. Next, there is no limit on the number of transfers. The goal is to make certain rosters, uh, to make certain rosters uh, uh, deep enough to accommodate the weather and to get as many players participating as possible. Length of games are probably going to be reduced. And LSA will be distributing state tournament COVID-19 protocol, end-of-game handshakes that will help protect our players and soccer families. Can't wait to see what that's going to be. Y'all, I dread this uh, new world coming uh, that's going to be antiseptic. Uh, I, I, I don't think I can live that way. I can't not shake somebody's hand, you know? I, I, I guess I can, you know, Um uh, but it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's, that's going to be tragic if we if we have to resort to that for life. Okay, for a short time being, yeah. 
that's what I'm doing. No touching anybody, social distancing, yada, yada, yada. Although I don't see the social distancing actually happening uh, the way it's supposed to happen when I go to the stores around town. Uh, That's just what I'm seeing here on the West Bank of New Orleans. Okay, some people's faces are covered, some aren't. Some are keeping six feet apart. Some are just crowding right into each other in the the checkout lines. And there's a whole host of things going on uh, that that is kind of problematic to me. If we're going to get a containment on this disease, you know, some people are following the rules. And uh, and I appreciate that for all of you who who are doing that. Okay. Um, their closing statement is LSA is committed to providing a meaningful season ending state tournament experience for all our youth players. In doing so, we must balance our desire to get kids back on the field uh, with realities of a COVID-19 pandemic and a logistical capability to cram six weeks of state tournaments in three. We are confident that with the help of all of our clubs, our tournament hosts and the referee community, we can do so. And I have full confidence that'll happen. Okay, Um, um, so if you have any questions, I'm sure you can call LSA, Um, 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 uh, um, anybody over there will give you the answers you need. Okay, they've been very accommodating, and I really do appreciate the fact that uh, that we haven't been putting our players at risk. There's some things more important than soccer. Um, Sorry, I mean, this is one of them. Okay, we're going to take a break and when we come back, I'm going to talk to you about some issues that the president had to address uh, from these last two weeks, uh, three weeks of inactivity on Monday Night Football, your voice of youth soccer. We'll see you after the break. Welcome back to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Okay, uh, we also got a letter from our president, and uh, um, and I guess not everybody was listening to our show the last couple of weeks. Uh, we did have one listener in England. Uh, uh, one of our, our favorite listeners, his name's Andy. Uh, uh, he told me to tell all of y'all in America hello, and that uh, he wishes us well, and it's kind of nice to have that kind of a contact uh, with, with, with people from across the pond. And, uh, it looks like they're suffering as much as we are. You know, I was so inspired by the queen, um, with her message. And, uh, I, I was, I was really fired up with it. I mean, that, that is just uh she's a class act. Okay. So here's some things that some concerns, uh, basically I, I wrote, broke down all the rules, things you can and cannot do, uh, last week. And the week before, with LHSA purposes, um, look, uh, th- number one, we talked about it in the last segment. Uh, all you who need to make payroll, the CARES Act is is there, and so take advantage of it. Now, the things when it comes to what we're doing online, okay, we've been doing a lot online, all right, and it's really important. Um, I'm going to tell you. From an archdiocese point of view, I, I teach at De La Salle High School. We are not allowed to. Uh, to have a video meeting uh, one-on-one and none of that. Okay. Uh, um, And I don't think LSA has that policy. I don't think they do, but I think it's a pretty good policy, y'all. That's to protect everybody uh, because things can be misconstrued in this day and age. And, and, uh, and that's just the way it is, y'all. And so uh, be careful on, with your online activity. Um, he mentioned that some people were using music in the background and then posting videos. 
um, yo, your club is, is still an entity and, and that music is copyrighted. You got to be careful with that. Uh, I'm on radio. Uh, there's, there are some ins and outs of how you can use licensed material uh, and, and the way you're supposed to use them. And if you don't know any of these rules, I'm not going to teach them to you today. I don't understand them all. Just uh, all the music you hear on my on my podcast uh, is licensed, okay? And um, just, just saying, y'all, you don't want to get sued by somebody, okay? Um, now, um, also... Um, the, the activities that you're doing, uh, the live stream stuff, um, uh, those players who are live streaming to you, they have to be, uh, I don't like this idea anyway, but they have to be under the supervision of a parent or guardian and not the coach, okay? The coach isn't supposed to be going, this is what social distancing is all about, okay? That means the risk and the insurance is on the individual player and his or her family according to the U.S. Youth Soccer Insurance Carrier. So be cautious. In other words, if he gets hurt, he's paying for it. Or you might be paying for it. Okay? But not, not LSA insurance. Be cautious and reasonable what you're asking people to do, players to do, and be mindful of the stay-at-home order. Okay? So, uh, since, uh, and also, um, I did this myself. Uh, they're not checking background checks because now everything's been pushed back anyway. Uh, I have two new coaches I, I hired, and uh, and I, I guess, I don't know, it was a misconstrued that people are hiring coaches and having practices. They're not supposed to be any soccer activity going on, period. I was just trying to get these coaches um, registered so we can maybe go play in a tournament or two in June. Anyhow, um, and I'm going to read this word for word. Uh, from Coach Sean Esker, we are on the same team. Whether it comes to stopping, when it comes to stopping the spread of the virus, I'm optimistic that we are going to see each other on the fields in May and June. In the meantime, stay safe, stay at home, and be well. Okay, and that's advice I will echo. All right, there's some things more important. Try hard to work on your relationships. I've tried to work on mine. Um, social media has been great for that. Uh, and uh, and just uh, maybe even make a list of the things that, uh, that you realize that you were taken for granted before all of this stuff happened. And, uh, and make sure that when we go back to normal, whatever that is and whenever that'll be, let's not lose touch of those things anymore, okay? Um, uh, and let's continue to pray for the people who are ill, and uh, and and for the and for the intelligence of the people who aren't ill yet but carrying the virus. Okay, you know, some of you might be asymptomatic right now, uh, and uh, you don't. That means that you're not going to know that you have the disease for days, maybe even a week. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to let the doctors talk to you about the medical stuff. But I think we all have to assume that we are infected when we're going around to stores, okay? Um, uh, you might not be worried about getting infected, but you should be worried about infecting somebody else. You should be worried about both. So act accordingly, y'all, and uh, and we'll get through this together, okay? Uh, uh, I, I would be lying if I wasn't telling you that I'm, I'm depressed right now. I, I am. I am. 
and uh, it's it's eating on me. I do not like this homeschooling. Uh, I was afraid that homeschooling would take over education, and if anything, the total opposite has come out. I've got kids. They just can't wait to go back to school. All right. I think school is going to be a much different place uh, in the future um, by far. Uh, I can't predict the future. We'll see. But uh, y'all, I do know this. I know my students are never going to take school for granted again. Okay. Uh, How long that's going to last, I don't know. Uh, But I... uh, but I, I look forward to it. Y'all, it's hard. It's harder on the teachers. I'm working harder than I've ever worked. The students are getting bombarded. They're on the screens too much. And we can use some soccer right now. We really could. But the problem is you, you can't play games. So we're kind of stuck in this in this rut. And um, so let's let's all pray through it together. Hang tight. And, uh, and uh, hopefully I'll be back on the air next week with another episode of Monday Night Football, the voice for youth soccer. This is Coach Alan DeRitter wishing you and your family uh, good health. God bless you. Carpe diem in Christ.